Hello and welcome to SKA Hotels Coronavirus Podcast. I'm John Kepner, Director of SKA Hotels, and this is the first in a new series of weekly podcasts that we'll be hosting over the next few weeks on the theme of the COVID pandemic and how it's affecting the tourism industry, specifically the meetings and events sector in some of the most popular and frequently booked destinations in Europe. Each week, I'll be joined by one of our hotel or destination partners who will share their insights into their city's coronavirus experience this year, how their venue has adapted to new conditions for meetings and events, and what we can expect to find when travel and events do eventually open up again. Always one of the top destinations for international events is the city of Berlin, and I'm joined today by Christina Barrow, Senior International Sales Manager at Hotel Berlin Berlin. Welcome, Christina. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for joining me for our first outing into the exciting world of podcasts. We're recording this on Friday, the 4th of December, three weeks before Christmas, a time when normally in Berlin, some of Europe's busiest Christmas markets would already be open and trading and lots of office parties, I guess, would be taking place all over the city too. But instead, Germany is under the so-called lockdown light. Can you tell us a bit more about the current restrictions, uh, Christina, and what is open and what is not as things stand? Sure. So you're totally right. As you mentioned, normally this would be a quite busy time, especially in Berlin. But since the um, 2nd of November, Germany's under lockdown light, which means that all leisure activities are closed, just as cinemas, restaurants, gym, this is all closed. Um, grocery stores as well as shopping stores are open, but there's a limited number of people allowed in the stores. So it's like one person per 20 square meters. Within the private sector, you are only allowed to meet a maximum of five people of two different households. And of course, like especially like the weeks before Christmas, a lot of Christmas markets actually have been canceled. And as far as for the hotel, the Hotel Berlin Berlin has been open during the whole time of the pandemic just to be a reliable partner for our corporate as well as our government clients as touristic overnight stays are also prohibited at the moment. What is the general feeling in Germany and in Berlin of how the pandemic has been handled overall, both by national government and by local authorities in Berlin? I would say that Germany, compared to other countries, especially the south of Europe, the pandemic has been handled quite well. There's a good and strong guidance through the pandemic, especially during the times of the uh, lockdowns. Uh, Berlin itself is a um, strong medical city, so we have the big charité, we have a lot of um, hospitals, so um, we have enough sick, sick beds despite the high volume of um, infections. And of course, there's the fringe group of people who do not believe in COVID. And um, there has been demonstrations going on, uh, which 
we're with too many people. So most of the time, the police have to um, get in there and also close those demonstrations because mm. there were just too many of people at the same time. It's a similar story here. There have been demonstrations in uh, in a lot of urban centres uh, across the UK. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a similar story. And thinking specifically about the hotel, what have you been doing to support clients and provide greater confidence for meetings and events during the pandemic? Uh, actually, Hotel Berlin Berlin took uh, took action quite early. So already at the beginning in March, we started to work with, um, it's called Bureau Veritas, um, and they planned all the specific hygiene measures we have to stick to and we have to fulfill to um, still welcome guests within the hotel. And um, we have one counterpart in the hotel who's specific, just responsible for sustainability and the hygiene um, within the hotel, especially now during the pandemic. So he's actually watching over the ever-changing rules within the pandemic and implements them to the hotel. Um, the hotel itself, we, we are quite big hotel. We have a lot of rooms as well as meeting rooms. So the positive thing is that we can keep the distance um, within the hotel on the floors as well as within the meeting rooms. And uh, as you may know, we have a technique uh, partner within our hotel, which is called Kuchem. And we actually made a plan with them and set up hybrid meetings, which also already have been used. And I think this is something really great to give the people to opportunity to still have their meetings with uh, participants all over the world, just in a hybrid way. And um, I think we try to be a little bit more flexible regarding cancellation policies to just give the clients the feeling that they're, you know, well understood within this um, situation. But what's been great is we planned a renovation of our meeting rooms as well as the public areas. And this is still ongoing. So we're actually... For the renovation, it's it's kind of a good situation because the renovation is going on quite well. Their first part's already been completed. And um, yeah, I think we will be maybe a little bit earlier ready than we expected. On a slightly different matter, though, still impacted by COVID, I wanted to ask you about Berlin's exciting new airport. And I, and I should apologize in advance to you, Christina, because I'm sure for you as a Berliner, being asked about the airport is something like the topic of Brexit has become, uh, for us here in the UK, long running and rather controversial as well. Uh, for listeners not familiar with the story, it's been a long, hard road to opening Berlin's new airport. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but construction began way back in 2006 and was originally meant to be complete by 2011. However, the project was beset by all sorts of issues that resulted in a lot of negative publicity for the airport and the Berlin authorities. It's finished now, but closed again due to lockdown, of course. Is that right, Christina? 
Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Of course, it's a t it has been a tough road, but it finally opened at the end of October. And um, yeah, due to the lockdown, of course, there's not as much flight traffic at the moment, as well as I think all the other countries are having like the same issues. But still, I think like with looking into the future, I think the new airport holds a lot of new opportunities for the city. So, of course, um, it will attract more airlines uh, coming uh, to the city. And of course, therefore, we will get new and more flight connections, especially internationally. And uh, of course, there will be a higher passenger capacity, which was really at the limit with a T and Schönefeld at the moment so um, and the ground handling will be I think more professional as well as there is a um, directly new train line to the airport um, as well as the S train going directly to the airport and it's like a 30 minute drive to the city center. I was going to ask you about the transfer times and how that changes from Tegel which would have been most international visitors um, landing point in in Berlin so it's a little bit longer now I seem to remember it was always quite a good USP for Berlin wasn't it Tegel that it was very close to the city center relative to other capitals. To the Western city center, you're right, it yeah. was quite close, but you only had the possibility to go there by bus. That's true, or taxi, yeah. Yeah, bus or taxi. And of course, the bus is also um, always depending on the traffic at the moment. And now there's really a, a, um, a direct train direction to the new airport, uh, I think, which will make it quite easy as well. Does that go into the main central station? Yes. It does. Okay. Yeah, good to know. Look forward to being able to visit uh, as soon as we can. Another thing I wanted to ask you about is how the hospitality and events community in Germany have been coping with the obvious difficulties of not being able to host and run events. For example, here in the UK, since the start of the pandemic, I've been really impressed by the way so many have come together on social media and other virtual platforms to share messages of support and encouragement to each other, you know, companies, agencies, DMCs, hotel people, there's a very tangible sense of solidarity in the industry at the moment, which has been really good to see. So I wanted to ask you, has it been the same in Germany? Are there any stories in particular coming from the events community in Berlin? Yes, it's the same here. I mean, it's the industry is suffering and they just try to get awareness and I think they feel a little lost and um, they actually did like a slogan which is called in German Alarmstufe Rot. So in English, it's like alert red and they actually get together and had a big demonstration with trucks driving through the city um, of Germany to get awareness on uh, they drove through the city with music and uh, with speeches just to get the awareness of the government that there's still an industry which has not been not been taken care of since then. Yeah, we had the Red Alert campaign as well here in the UK, actually. That sounds very familiar. Did you also have uh, well-known landmarks illuminated in the uh, in the red colour with the Red Alert slogan? Yes, that that's what we had as yeah, well. Sounds familiar. 
Okay, good. And and do you think it, it's been effective? Uh, do do you think the government has listened to a certain extent? I think actually not as much as they hoped for it to be, because there's still, I mean, with the new restriction, with a lockdown light, the industry is still suffering. And with a lockdown light, also the hotel industry is suffering due to that um, touristic overnight stays are forbidden. And um, yeah, I think they're suffering a lot. Finally, we're we're all eager, all of us, we're all eager to start traveling and booking events again but we know the reality is that it will take time in your opinion how will meetings and events in berlin look in 12 months well the next 12 months like when i look at our actual booking situation for 2021 it's a low start like the first half is a low increase on bookings that we have um, for meetings and events. It's more domestic business coming from Germany with smaller meetings. And then seeing from the second half of the year, I think there's like the people are having trust again that the pandemic will be handled until then. So you see a little increase on the second year of the year with uh, some bigger events on the books. And we will see if like the vaccination is coming in the first half of the year, then the increase might be even bigger. Exactly. And That's the main hope. Yeah, of course. I think so. But we still have to think about that companies really went through tough two years. It's not only our industries that's suffering. I think Each industry is suffering at the at the moment and is losing money. So we will see on how they are looking into it and see if they have the money to spend on international meetings. So I think like the first one or two years will be really domestic business. And if we can even talk about a back to normal, like before Corona, I think this will start like 2023, in my opinion, that we get a normal feeling again. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are just realizing at the moment how important it is to really see each other at meetings. And uh, I think it will be even more important in the future because people now start to realize um, the importance of just the personal contact Um And um, of course, everyone is having meetings now online. And I think smaller meetings may be held even in the future online, but they just see the importance of the personal contact and that this will come back. Yeah, we hope so. Christina, thank you very much for joining me for our very first podcast. And it would be great if you came back to give us an update from Berlin in the new year. Yes, I'd love to. Thanks again Thank for you. having me on this. All the best to you and the, and the team at the hotel in the meantime. And thanks to everyone listening. Please tune back in again next week when I'll be heading from Germany into Czech Republic, virtually, of course, to hear from our partners in beautiful Prague. Goodbye.